are these people? You know, well, some are slaves. Some are members of the imperial household. There are twins in this group. Eight of the 24 names are women. Prisca and Aquila we run across in Acts and in 1 Corinthians and in Ephesians. The letter to the Romans is known for its dissertation on Christian theology. What Paul writes about natural theology and justification and the law and baptism and righteousness, the relationship of the church and the state, faith, salvation, moral instruction, the body of Christ. You know, there are lots of passages in the lectionary that, that are Romans, but not chapter 16. I could not find one sermon on chapter 16. Paul gets all the headlines. Yet these people in chapter 16, Tryphania and Tryphosa and Epinatus, these are the actual people that God is working with in Rome, working through, and working for. These are the actual people in the body of Christ that Paul talks about in chapter 12. These are the teachers. These are the prophets and the healers and the givers. These are the cooks. These are the people who prepare the altar. These are the people who put out the flowers. These are the tutors and the sandwich makers. These are the actual people wrestling with questions, wrestling with moral instructions, wrestling with falling short of who they want to be, worrying about God's faithfulness and why God does certain things. These are people who wrestle with each other. How much do I contribute? To whom should I be hospitable? Do I have to live in harmony with her? People who are tempted to repay evil for evil. People trying to keep their spirits up. Trying not to be conformed to the spirit of the age. People who are patient in tribulation and in suffering. These people are the building blocks of the church. And there's no church without them. Without these hard-to-pronounce names, thank God for Mary in there, there's no letter to the church at Rome because there's no Roman church. These are people who incarnate Paul's ideas. And when Paul thinks of the church at Rome, he thinks of these people. I remember being in prison with Prisca and Aquila. I remember Rufus and his mother. She treated me like a son. I remember Andronicus and Junia. I remember Epinatus, who was the first convert. Three times Paul mentions hard workers. We toiled together. We labored together. They are really hard workers. They've had an impact on his life. And he's full of gratitude for these people. Each name is a story. Each story creates a community and binds the community together. 
you realize in chapter 16 that there is no such thing as a solitary Christian. Christianity is done and lived in community. We are part of each other, part of the story. We support each other and empower each other to be more. I've had um, seven appointments, but we won't count the superintendency. I've stood in the pulpit at six new churches over my career. And on that first Sunday, I stand up here in the pulpit and watch the choir walk in and I think, who are these people? And I look out at the congregation and I think, who are these people? I don't know them. And I feel very lonely on that first Sunday. I feel like a stranger. Now, this has been aggravated through the pandemic. We've had people coming into church, and I have to often ask, who are these people? Because you have masks on. I don't know. And at the parade yesterday, you took your masks off, but you had sunglasses on. I still don't know who these people are. The great part of being a minister is learning who these people are, is learning who you people are. As we wrestle in classes and in discussions with these thorny issues of justification and faith and righteousness and the law and forgiveness and mercy, learning who you people are as we wrestle how to live in the real world of exclusion and inclusion, the real world of children and jobs and employment and unemployment, of death and grief and pain and joy, learning how we weep with those who weep and we rejoice with those who rejoice learning who you people are as we struggle with trying to be faithful, trying to do what's right when we know what's right, it's just hard. Trying to do what's right when we don't know what's right and we just live in this gray area and hope that God is with us in the journey and that we'll be forgiving of each other. Learning who you people are as God works through you and with you and for you. We remember the names, we remember the stories that create King Avenue, that bind King Avenue, that support us, that empower us, that open our hearts and our minds and our doors. There is no such thing as a solitary Christian, and there is no King Avenue without you. Now, I don't have the courage that Paul had to name names, and I'm not going to name names, but I remember. I remember young adults coming here as college students or people right out of college 
who had never entered a church before. Wanting to learn about faith, wanting to learn about meaning in their lives, wanting hope, and talking with them on numerous occasions. I remember rummage sales and some ties that are better than looking than those. I remember pride parades and how great it was to come down that nationwide hill into the short north where all those people are waiting for me to come down that hill <laughs> to cheer me. Yeah. What a festival of love and acceptance and inclusion. Remember marriages, gay and straight, and what took me so long to start doing gay weddings. I remember plays and um, being Cinderella's stepsister in one. <laughs> the music, the trips to Mexico, fearful that I'd lose one person at the airport. The creation of Stone Village Church, cuisine for a cause, and tutoring at Hubbard. The lunches after church, and the sack lunches of bologna and cheese sandwiches, and it takes a day to get that bologna smell out. The births and the baptisms, the memorial services and the classes, and sermon starters as we struggled with texts. hospital calls and sitting at a bedside just after a person has gotten the news of their stage four cancer and asking me, what should I do? The meetings that I went into thinking, boy, I don't know what we're going to do here. I don't know what the resolution's going to be. I don't know how we're going to resolve this. And there were always wise head making wise comments, much better than I could ever have thought of. There is no King Avenue without you. We all know the story, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, George Bailey gets to see what it was like if he had not been born, what Bedford Falls would be like if he had not been born. I had that experience um, in the fall of 2019 when we had to um, go to numerous university area commission meetings to save the banner on the tower. <laughs> and the people who showed up to defend our banner and to defend us, people I did not know but for them, King Avenue was really important in their life journey as they sought inclusive love. People from the neighborhood, people from neighboring churches, people from Stonewall told us the difference that King Avenue Church had made in their life, the wonderful difference it had made. You make King Avenue what it is. Elie Vassell says that um, God created humans because God likes stories. 
God created King Avenue because God likes stories. We love stories. They embody our words and our beliefs. You gave me a lifetime of stories, and I am eternally grateful. I have one last thought. Paul begins this passage from Romans with these words. I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a deacon of the church at Sencrei, so that you may welcome her in the Lord as it is befitting for the saints and help her in whatever she may require from you. For she has been a benefactor of many and of myself as well. As uh, you left church last Sunday, one of you uh, said to me, King Avenue's been here 130 years and we're getting our first senior pastor who's a woman. And she said, it's about time. And I agree. It is time. So, in the spirit of Paul, I commend to you our sister Becky and our brother Andy. Welcome them in the Lord as is fitting for the saints. Help them in whatever they may require of you. For they have been benefactors of many and of myself as well. You're going to create new stories with Becky and Andy. For me, it has been a wonderful blessing. Thank you.